Michelle. And I'm Stephanie. And, and we're, we're Lunch Break. <laughs> so, today we're definitely jumping on the bandwagon. We chose to read Shadow and Bone mainly because, I'm not gonna lie, I saw it on the interwebs and I found out they were making a Netflix series of it. And I was like, you know what? Because I know it's a book, now I gotta read it. Right? Now I gotta read it. I just, yeah, so we can compare, contrast, you know. Well, I mean, we're, it's lunch break, and of course, you guys, you know, we got snacks. Mm-hmm. But it's also over enthusiastic about reading, and so I'm like, if they're gonna make a whole series off a book, you know we gotta read it. Right. So I asked Michelle if that was something up her alley, so now. I was like, heck yeah. Heckin' <laughs> yeah. Heckin' yeah. And you know what? I don't know. Uh, and I'm starting to think we should start having, like, we should probably start making, it's up to you. Okay. Um, Since we are a lunch break podcast and we need snacks for our podcast. Okay, I like where this is going. I think if there's a something that we can kind of have a theme for the food that we eat during the podcast. I, I like this. Uh, I like this thought process. Because mm-hmm. today's theme, there was a quote that I absolutely loved. About and Shadow and Bone because it just it's from Kenya. Uh-huh. I love Kenya. Um, and they were talking about champagne, and she basically was I don't I can't exactly quote it, but she essentially essentially said it's like oh champagne's great, but it will have you like disagreeing in the next morning. Mm-hmm. I love that she's my she's the type of friend I want to be around. She's the type <laughs> of person I want to drink with. Yes, and so I was like, you know what, Michelle, why don't we do mimosas? Let's do a brunch. Mm-hmm. I'm always down for mimosas. Yes. Yeah, so what kind of mimosas we got today, Michelle? Today, we have a pineapple mango mimosa with a rosemary Rosemary. Spray. From my garden, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have a rosemary and basil because I'm extra. Yeah. And then, I don't know why, but I was like, let's do cinnamon rolls. Yes, cinnamon rolls. So we literally have mimosas, cinnamon rolls, strawberries, blackberries, smoked Gouda cheese, because that is our absolute favorite, mm. mango slices with some rosemary and basil um, garnish, and some snow peas with bitchin' sauce. Gotta have that bitchin' sauce. Mm-hmm. Michelle bought these, what, the fancy-ass cookies. The fancy cookies. Milano's? Yeah. Mar- I don't know. They're so good. The nom-noms? Uh-huh. Yes. And- and then I got, we have popcorn over here. Kettle corn. It's the sweet and salty. Oh, it's so good. And of course, we got to have our number one podcast candle. Bath and Body Works. Or actually, yeah, Bath and Body Works because yeah. it's a white barn candle. Mm-hmm. Rose water and ivy. Oh, it's divine. It's just, it's setting the whole mood right now. It's supposed to be bright, mm-hmm. sunny like it is right now. It's We're in her living room. We have the door open, the breeze coming in. Oh, it's such a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Let's get on to this book. Yeah. So, shall I set the scene? Set the scene, Michelle. Do the honors. All right. Wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Yes? Do you want a cinnamon roll? Yes. <laughs> I bet you never ask. Okay. Get you a napkin. Get you a roll. Give me that roll. Mm. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Now set the scene. Chewing. <laughs> Okay. We enter the world of the Grishaverse, where humans practice the small science, which is pretty much just magic, and the land is bisected by a huge void of darkness called the Unsea, or the Fold. Or the DMV. <laughs> the DMV, <laughs> yes. <laughs> or the DMV. <laughs> where monsters reside. Yeah, the DMV. <laughs> yes. We start the story off with two orphan friends, Elena and Mal, mm-hmm. who are tested to see if they have powers. Um, seeing that they don't have the potential for the small science, they get to stay and grow up together. Years later, they both join the military, and Mal is an impressive scout, uh, and Alina is an okay-ish map maker. <laughs> okay. And the other thing, too, like hopping on to set the scene, mm-hmm. one thing I thought was interesting about the book was that it's gonna where it was set like the right yeah that was really interesting it was it it has excuse my my ignorance a bit but when i was looking it up it has kind of like a russian vibe vibe to it Mm -hmm. like influence that's heavily influenced yeah Yeah, and then like with their accents and like how they dress and like where they are located geologically like yeah very yeah and then one thing i realized too because as you guys, I don't know if you all know, we're recording this April 24th, which is Saturday. Netflix series for Shadow and Bone 
came out yesterday. Yesterday. Guess who watched that at midnight last night when I... <laughs> me. Me too. <laughs> but it was interesting. Um, we'll definitely get into it. We're going to be doing a live show as well. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was... I don't know. I think... I've never read any books that have that kind of Russian influence to it. Right, yeah. And I, it's a first for me, too. And they quit. I found the book quickly kind of brushed, not brushed, but it did address very quickly about um, the ancestry of Alina. Mm-hmm. And she has shoe an- ancestry, or shoe hunt ancestry. So, Asian ancestry. Asian, yeah. And since those borders are consistently almost like. Like they move around, they shift. And, it like, makes sense. Wars are won, yeah. borders are made, you mm-hmm. know. But I, I thought it was pretty influenced. You'll definitely see more of the that Russian culture influence within right. the series. Especially in the show. Oh, yeah. The show, I will say this. When I first, when I, the book is an easy read. Mm-hmm. It's short. It's, it's, it's a short, yeah. I should say it's a short read. Um, Just because it has, like, what, 23 chapters in the first, first book? Yeah. And Michelle and I are both used to reading books that are, like, going into the hundreds, the fifties. Yeah. Thick boys. Yeah. Thick, thickums. <laughs> and I was very surprised. I finished it within a week. That yeah, twenty yeah, yeah. chapters. Um, so I was sort of rereading it again because the first part, like the first feel I got for it, and I explained it to Michelle was that like it's kind of like you rated it by a heartbeat. It just it was really monotone. There wasn't any too big ups, and there wasn't a lot of downs. Mm-hmm. It was pretty safe. Mm-hmm. And then the, when I was reading it again, I found that I. F- I paid a little bit more attention to like certain elements in the character because it's for me it's yeah. really subtle. Yeah. Um. There's I'm trying to. It was really subtle for that, but I also understand as well. Like it was it was so subtle to the point I was like Michelle, do you want to continue reading the series? <laughs> <laughs> I was like I don't know. And then we watched the movie. We were like, okay, now we kind of want to. Right. It. I was watching the show. I was like, now I really want to read the entire series. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. But, yeah. So, Alina Skarkov is the main character. Main babe. And there's Anna Kuya. She's she's consistently brought up throughout the series. Yeah, but she's, like, really just in the beginning. Yeah, she's, like, not... She's an influence. Like, that's... Yeah. Mistress to Elena in a mouse orphanage. Yeah. She's, like, their mother figure, I guess. Yeah. The one who raised them. Yeah, she's the headmistress of the orphanage. So yeah. I liked her in this show. Oh, I gotta stop like doing that because we're yeah. talking, to work, talking about it on the <laughs> the live show. And then we have a character named the Darkling. Yeah, that bastard. Is that his name? Is that like the only name we know him as? Yes. Okay. As of right now, I think so. Yeah, because I'm I'm about to say what mother names their kid looks into their eyes and goes, "Oh, Darkling." <laughs> Oh, that'd be, that's my great-great-grandfather had that name. <laughs> right. I was kind of like, oh, every time they say it, it's such a mouthful. I'm like, I'm like writing in my notes, the Darkling, the, the Darkling, darkling the, the darkling. darkling. I'm like, guys, we need a, a little shorter nickname from, maybe like the little, the Ling or, or like the, the, ling. the Dark, I don't know. Mm, emo. The bastard. <gasps> emo boy! Emo boy! Because that's all I picked. Okay, so first of all, one thing I also realized with the books, because this goes ties into the Darkling, see again, the name, is I read the books by Audible, or I listened to the books with Audible. Yeah. And I think that plays a huge... It's actually only on Audible. It's not at the library I checked. Really? Yeah. I bought the It's book. an exclusive. It's weird. I tried to get it for free. Yeah, and they're like, nah, you gotta go buy it. And I was like, nah, bitch, I have my points. <laughs> I have my points. <laughs> I don't buy books. I still buy books. I mean, I buy books, but I don't buy them, the Audible books anymore. I just use my points for Oh, them. yeah. Because I'm a hoarder of points. A point hoarder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's Mal, and then there's Genya. I <laughs> we'll love skip over Mal. Genya. <laughs> skip over Mal. Mal. Yeah. I mean, in the book, she's the best friend. I mean, she well, should. yeah, in the book, she's the he's the best friend, and love interest, and gifted tracker. Um, I had a hard time kind of feeling the relationship between Elena, right, and Mal. Yeah, in the book, it was hard. Okay, to- we're not gonna compare the series. Just the book. Yeah. It was, um, it was very much like, like, he was a popular kid. 
but he like grew up with her. Mm-hmm. And then like when he got into high school, he forgot about her. Yeah, kind of vibe, you know? Yeah, and it was kind of Oh. That is our cell phone. Or our cell phone. Hold on. Wait for this. It rings three times. Okay. I agree. I feel like Mal, like you said, was popular, went into high school and forgot about her. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of also, I felt like, an influence of Shade, where when they had time alone, then he acknowledged her and wanted some of her time. Yeah. It's like he didn't want to have her around his popular friends. That's what I was picking up. And then, like, his friends were so mean, they, like, tease her and shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> we're, like, like munching on the food. <laughs> Let's, and then, what, Genya? Genya? Genya. Genya. She's the tailor to the queen. I fucking love her. She's supposed to be absolutely gorgeous. Red hair. First of all, you got me at red hair. Right. I love me red hair. Mm-hmm. I want red hair. I don't understand when people say gingers don't have souls. First of all, they're the most attractive people to me. Mm-hmm. I want red hair. Me too. But I always think of redheads and then sunburns. So I just want the red, because I'm melanated. I don't need the sunburn. You wouldn't get the sunburn, though. So I just want the red hair. You have all the benefits. Yeah. I would get the sunburn. (laughs) (laughs) So I want the red hair and no sunburn, and you just get the sunburn. I'm just a tomato. I'm like, red hair, red skin. I'm like... You don't need that in your life, Michelle. (laughs) Just touch me. (laughs) Oh my god, no! We don't need that. We don't need that for you. And there's Boza Bagra. She's the teacher to Elena. Mm-hmm. And then the Aberat is that creepy old uncle. The creepy <laughs> priest dude. He was so creepy. He was. I was like, <laughs> every time I saw him, I was like, <laughs> God, the EBGBs. He's a creepy uncle. Mm-hmm. So I won't lie. Not even. He's like the creepy mm-hmm. priest at your church who's just like, I'm going to feel you up later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But again, yeah, I was excited. I went into the book with no expectations. Mm-hmm. Same. And I'm finding a pattern we're doing that a lot lately, which is really fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's like a surprise. <laughs> yeah, because before it's like, this is a really good book. You're like, okay, I'm supposed to like this. Versus you're like, let's just see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so right away just jumped in with no expectations. And do you like that? Do you prefer that we start reading more books that way? Yeah, I like it. It's kind of, it's definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. I kind of am, to truthful, is kind of burnt out over the fantasy aspect. Mm-hmm. I think we should just go into a different genre for a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe like sci-fi or like murder mystery. Well, there is, I'm thinking, I know where, mm-hmm. I do have a couple of ideas. Like, there is, what about... I forgot, is it Mexican Gothic? or mm-hmm. That one is cultural influence, but then also I think it has that suspense. That seems good. We could read that one. Okay. That was definitely on my list to read. Okay. Do you want to like finish up this series and then do that afterwards? Might as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wait, all nine books? No, no, no three. The, the, oh. this, this series. This, okay. This, <laughs> we can jump into the other God. worlds. Because you just want to finish up a series, mm-hmm. and then if when because I know we want to read Six Crows, yeah. Um, so we can take a little break from that because I totally get it because I've been ferried out. Mm-hmm. Um, and why don't we do like I have a couple of lists of books and ideas. Uh, oh wait, no, that's fantasy based. Was it Legend or whatever it's called? The Legend Born One, mm-hmm. Mexican Gothic. There's Queenie that I just recently saw like oh, about yeah, that. Yeah. There's also the is it the Yellow Wife one where like I was telling you mm-hmm. this late. The, like she's mixed raced. Yeah, it's like like historically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like fiction, right? Yeah, that's cool. So we got. I love that. A... It reminds me of like Outlander, right? Mm. So excited for Outlander, what? right? Tell us the news, Michelle. Outlander's ninth book is coming out this year. I'm so excited. Did they give like a month, a day, yeah, a time? November twenty third. What time? I don't know the time. <laughs> We're gonna find out the time. But it's coming out this year, and I'm so excited. You guys can't tell, but we're dancing. Mm-hmm. Dancing and eating. So excited. I just can't hide it. So you know the beginning? They go into the fold and are attacked by the Volcra, like the creepy flying monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the bright light appears in the mon- and pushes the monsters back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, it reminded me of... The Dementors and Harry Potter when like the Patronus like pushes them back and I was getting that kind of vibes and I was like <gasps> kind of like geeking out. I was like ah! 
funny. It's just, yeah. Different influences, because you say, scene kind of reminded me of From Blood and Ash, about the um, Craven. They haven't, they haven't broken the news of a Craven on you? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not, I'm on chapter four or something. Okay, you'll, you'll pick it up mm-hmm. when you, when you, you'll see what I'm putting down. You'll pick it up. You'll be like, I see. I members. <laughs> I members. But yeah, it definitely reminded me of that. Um, I had a hard time kind of imagining their powers because I kept getting confused. Oh my God. Their and- magic system was so hard to understand. Yeah. I had to look, I had to do research to understand it. Okay. Break it down to me, please. Okay. So there's, um, she took notes. She took notes. so the, their magic is divided into three sections. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I can't remember the, the titles, but there's three sections and then each section has like Many subsections. Oh, well, fuck me. And then each subsection has their own color scheme. I'm like, okay, guys. I mean, at least they're organized. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh. But then, like, Elena doesn't even have her own color, and she uses the darkling black color. Well, that's because... Or the blue summoner color, and I'm like... That's because she's, so, she's one of a kind. Yeah. They literally... They don't have enough people to dictate which color they should be. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of out there... Wild and out and just slinging black around mm-hmm. like brat brat because she's the only sun summoner. Right, yeah. Or light summoner. Light summoner? Light summoner. And sun, the, sun summoner. Yeah, sun summoner. And then the sun summoner, sun summoner. <laughs> the one thing I also realized is that there's a difference between how people, there's a class system and essentially yeah. like Grisha versus the people who aren't Grisha. And Grisha are the people who are summoners, correct? Yeah. And hilariously, they're the ones that were hunted down, but they're also the most snobbish and well-off. I'm, like, also really confused by that in the book with the the class system. Because, like, sometimes they like them and sometimes they don't like them. And I'm, like, I get it. Like, each, like, country has their own thing whether they like them or not. Right. But, like, the one country that they're in right now, I'm, like, what's happening here? Right. Please tell me. (laughs) Like, do you like them? Do you not like them? I need to know what's going on. Yeah. Like, get your facts straight. <laughs> okay, Morty. Get your shit together, put it in a box, <laughs> and ship it. <laughs> and then the other thing I realized with the, with the class system, like, it was kind of interesting, like, when we already talked about, like, her ancestry. Mm-hmm. And... Wow, oh, I saw that. Shh, don't, don't, don't say anything. <laughs> I dropped a popcorn on the floor. It's not an episode until I drop food on the floor. True. True. <laughs> Oppa. <laughs> well talk. Right. Um, they don't. I don't really pick up. Oh, man, I'm doing it. I'm trying not to do it, but I'm gonna do it. I'm sorry, Michelle. Okay, I'm ready. I didn't really pick up that there was people disliking her because she was shoe ancestry. Oh, and same. I picked up more in the book they didn't like her because they she was raised in an orphanage and didn't come off from a well-off family, which is not yeah. unusual. Right. And then now she's on the up-and-coming and she's the Darkling's favorite. Yeah. In the series, I find that there's a huge influence of her ancestry mm-hmm. and people focus not only on that, but also for the mostly, mostly on that. I never got that in the book. That's why I was so, so surprised watching this, the show yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, I like that better. That makes more sense mm-hmm. than like the wishy washy, like why they don't like her in the book. Right. And, and in the book, Fucking she was Zoya. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> in the book, She's, like, all, like, sunken in mm-hmm. and, like, super malnourished mm-hmm. and, like, always tired looking. Yeah. Because I love the surprise. Yeah. At the, she, that, she, we're gonna do it. Just do it. Fucking do it. She was, She's, like, holding her powers back since she was eight years old, subconsciously, not realizing that she's, like, pushing down her own power. And that's draining her own, like life force if you say mm-hmm. so she's like looking very sickly mm-hmm. until and, and skinny until and she doesn't even have, like, have an appetite or anything she feels sick all the time until she like 
uses her powers and starts to use them and she's like this is actually a part of me now and then like starts to become like realizing realizing that part of herself that's okay i so, love that in the book that's my favorite part actually yeah so like i 100 percent agree that's when i really i know it's kind of later in the book but that's when i really started to like elena mm-hmm. because one she became more relatable in the sense that she always felt like she wasn't good enough like she always sell mal as like hanging out with the cool kids kind of right. bullshit but I think that was such a significant part in the book because, excuse me if I'm saying because I'm drinking mimosas, <laughs> but like, it was significant to me because <laughs> you could relate to her with that. And it was such a representation with, a whole, she was the one, she was the only one holding herself back. Right. And because she was doing that for so long, it drained her. And I think that speaks so much volumes to people in general for sure and it shows with her it was a physical representation of what that does to you as Mm -hmm. a person and i would even say it can also that physical representation could also be like a symbol symbolic for like a mental Mm -hmm. because i feel like sometimes people hold themselves back in order to try to be included or they hold themselves back because they want to be with somebody because that's something Elena does acknowledge. She says she felt right. like if she were, she realized as a kid she had the power, was holding herself back kind of like unintentionally because if she had been discovered, they would have separated her and Mal. And Mal and her friendship with Mal, her only friend, that that her friendship to him was so valuable. It's so important to her. Yeah, that she was holding herself back from that. Mm-hmm. And then she was getting her feelings hurt because Mal, not... Because at this point, too, in the story, they don't really acknowledge the fact that they love each other. Yeah. So Mal's kind of just out there like a man, not even acknowledging or realizing that she fucking cares for him. Like, he he, he cares for he her. He cares for her as a friend. But, I mean, like, the, he doesn't see the romantic emotion there i think even though i think subconsciously he does because he gets super jealous every time he's like with her i you know i think and i'm like boy you have no right to be jealous i think think it's because now i think about it i think it's because it could be the the year old the century old this is my friend i don't want to ruin the friendship so he got he gets like that but Mm -hmm. he's going around he's sleeping around with all these other girls because you know kissing and sleeping yeah and elena Mm -hmm. and him are just friends anyway but i think She's Elena holds herself back out of habit because she wants to be with Mal, knowing if she's discovered later, she now realizes that if she's discovered, she would be separated from Mal, which is the one thing she does not want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as an eight year old kid, yes, and so that becomes a habit. And I think that's a symbolism of like sometimes you have old habits that mm-hmm. you have not even from childhood like but, ingrained in you, yeah, yeah. Not, but even not even from childhood, it could be from like five, six, seven years ago that you have picked up and just kept Mm -hmm. and then you're getting to a point where you are growing as an individual and realize i no longer this no longer helps me right this this defense mechanism or this pattern of thinking or these habits that i do no longer helps me or grow or develop as a person and in fact it's hindering it's hindering me Mm -hmm. yes and so it's making me sick (laughs) exactly so you're gonna have to let that go and elena had to let go of the fact that mal unintentionally was growing up and becoming his own person Mm -hmm. and leaving her and she was by herself and she had to come to her into her own and realize yeah she did that she needed to do this for herself Mm -hmm. and she needed to acknowledge her own power and be okay and accept that about herself that is one thing i do like about the author that she did write Mm -hmm. really or like really good in the book but that that is that's how she grew on me i found it like before, sometimes I get annoyed if characters are too insecure. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But I feel like... This was, like, the right amount, I think. Well, it was really, it was very much relatable. It's something mm-hmm. I, myself, have personally gone through, and I'm still going through in certain aspects of my life. Right. But, yeah. I, I was just like, wow, when she, when she finally accepted that, about that's part of who she is, she blossomed. She was yes. literally... Had a glow up. <laughs> she literally did, yeah. <laughs> I got an infomercial, infomercial for you. Okay. Hit me. Hey, do you feel sick and tired all the time? Maybe you're just suppressing your own power. Try letting go. 
you call now, you get a free amplifier. Wink. <laughs> oh, if this is not a post this week, hundred percent will be. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Brought to you by Shadow and Bone. <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. Uh, let me go get some more juice. Um, I know this is a silly question. Yeah. Because I know you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Would you like some more mimosa? Yes. <laughs> Tell, you sure? Tell me how you really feel. Yes! <laughs> so there's like a lot of emphasis on looking at like beautiful, like looking beautiful, having beautiful people, mm-hmm. which I found really annoying. And I'm glad Alina mm-hmm. tried um, to refuse Genya's like makeover for a bit. But Genya is beautiful. So for Genya, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I was kind of like... It's just like everyone's just so hung up on being so beautiful all the time. I don't know. Kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But then, I mean, that's, I wouldn't say the reality. That's like, everyone wants to be that. The reality, I have to say it, because think about it. They're in a well off area, Mm -hmm. high education, well fed, they have servants. What else are they going to focus on? Mm -hmm. Versus like with Elena, even though she's technically Grisha, she grew up poor. And malnourished. Mm-hmm. Malnourished, well, more malnourished because she was suppressing. But she didn't. She grew up in an orphanage. She didn't have a lot to her name, and she knows what it is to survive. And that's what the focus on is growing up was having that one best friend there and then surviving. Yeah, yeah. and acknowledging that. So her priorities obviously are different because she's never been waited on. Mm-hmm. Even throughout the book, when she is waited on, she admits it makes her uncomfortable. She's not used to it. Yeah. So I think it's to also show the social class and the priorities. Because even now, when you think about, like, our world, our life... It's still like that. If you are rich and well-off, like... It's always about appearances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with us, we're like, I just want to pay rent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I get how that's obnoxious, but maybe you think it's annoying because it hits home. Yeah. You're like, fuck you. I don't want to read about my life. (laughs) I don't want to read about the bills I'm trying to make and and this this virus going here back and forth. I'm not trying to read all that. I want to know about vampires. I want to know about true love. I want to know about flying and magic. I don't want to know about she's struggling to pay her rent too. (laughs) Bitch, that's my life. Like, uh, you know? (laughs) I don't think you hit it right on the head. You're like, I don't need this. I don't need this. I'll just make, I'll make an autobiography. Such, such a truth. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Mal at some point said to Lena, he's like, oh, you look so beautiful now. I love you. I was like, wait, son. Now you, it was, now you love her? But I'm, I'm pretty sure it was more like, he was I always loved you, but now like, I love you. You're healthy looking now and I'm glad I mean, that you are he, healthy. I don't know. When he said that too, he was in jail, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean... Or no, it was right before the, the, the stag, right? It was like they were, they were hunting the stag together. They were mm. like walking through the woods. You know what? Okay. It's something like that. Either that uh, or in the jail. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. I, I have a rebuttal. I have a, okay. little, a little fight for that. Yeah. What if... One, if they're looking for the stag, they're they're in survival mode again. And what if he's saying that because of the circumstances? Because he could die and she could be used cruelly by the Darkling. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, what if he thinks he's able to confess that to her and tell her he loves you, you look so beautiful. Maybe he's able to say that about her because she has accepted who she is. And so she's coming to her own. And he's saying that as an acknowledgement. Because he liked her beforehand. Because they were sitting right, by fire yeah. with his friends. And they were like holding hands and stroking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell he was attracted to her and did genuinely like her. That's true. That's true. So I'm thinking. So now he's kind of like happy for her coming into her own. That's what, how I picked it up. Because yeah, like, yeah. I like that. Because it's kind of like. I love these talks we have. <laughs> right? But I'm kind of thinking. Yeah. Because I mean that's how the podcast got started. Because mm-hmm. maybe he's coming from that. He's always loved her. He's right. always cared for her. And always thought. Deep that's, down. Deep down. And that's his best friend. Never really realized it till recently. But yeah. Yeah. I think it's the same thing. If you have a friend who says. You know what? I'm really going to work on my health. And I'm going to try to lose weight. And they do that for themselves. And then you see them like accomplish that. 
and you still like that person. You're still cheering them on. Right. And then you see them lose the weight and they have, you know, they have a little glow up and you, you look at them and you're like, you know what? You look really good. I'm really proud of you. And it's not to say that you weren't proud before or you didn't think they looked good before. You're just kind of acknowledging the work that they've put in and saying, you know what? You did that. You did that. I like that. <laughs> That's how I kind of took it with Mal. Then, I feel like that just fed my soul right now. <laughs> but I'm thinking, to, like, you know? Yeah. Because it could be that. And then also because they're running away, so they're fugitives. And he's like, you know what, bitch? We might die tomorrow. I love you. I like, love you. I don't know about you. If I, I was getting ready to die tomorrow and I had a handsome young man to me, I, I'd be saying the same damn thing. Because mm-hmm. that, that might be my last words. I'd yeah. be like, <laughs> you cute, bye. Truth, truth. But no, I can definitely see that. Woo, I have to ask you this. Yeah. I can't fucking stand. Zoya. Zoya, Zoya, Zoya. Yeah. She just she's needs- she's like the the mean girl in Mean Girls. <laughs> Super bitchy. Well, because she likes that she wants the Darkling's attention. Yeah. And she's really skilled. Mm-hmm. And she knows it, and that's her problem. I like the time when she cheated in combat practice, mm-hmm. and then like Broke got rip. told off. Yeah, I was like, yes. And then she was crying. Oh, I know, like a little baby. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, you did this. Like, no one ever told her to fuck off before. Because they did. Yeah, she was like, like, even when they were getting ready to fight, they were like, "Oh, you're the most, you know, you're the greatest." Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And she had people kick- kissing her ass. Oh yeah. And the other thing is too. When she went to go first met Elena, she hugged her and she's like, you smell like, I forgot what she said, but she basically told her she stank. Yeah. Like poor people or something. Mm-hmm. Bitch deserved to have tears coming down her face. Mm-hmm. Emo boy. What do you guys call him? Listeners out there. What would you call him? Oh, yeah, and I'm wondering. Are they supposed to describe him as somebody who's like really attractive? Mm. Oh my God. Why do all the guys in these books look the same? From... Reese to Carden to the Darkling, they pretty much all look the same. Dark hair, mm-hmm. chiseled features, mm-hmm. beautifully fey. I'm like... And like colored eyes. Yeah, colored eyes. I'm like, what? Does every author have the same type? <laughs> Probably. And it's funny you say that because you guys, I finally got Michelle to read um, from Blood and Ash. And I've already told you if you've seen it on our TikTok on Side Page Sundays. My favorite character is, is um, Kieran. He's got short cropped hair, dark skin, and blue eyes. Because he's a wolven. So he's different? <laughs> he looks different than Reese? No, no. K- Kieran from, from Blood and Ash. Mm-hmm. With Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. He definitely, he I'm de- excited. He definitely looks good. He, he's he my favorite. I love Hawk. Totally different book we're talking about here right now. But you know what? It's Mimosa talking, so... Eyeballs! Cheers! That's a good Mimosa. So good. I don't know. I just kind of find it funny. But I get it. Like, you're like dark-haired, chiseled... They're like (laughs) colored eyes, dark hair, and chiseled features. Right. And they're like, they're attractive. You're like, that's it? That's all you needed? (laughs) Okay. I mean, shit, I'm almost there, Michelle. I got dark hair. I'm just working on the chisel features. The <laughs> <laughs> mimosa's not helping. No. But Maybe. it's so good. Does Michelle need more wine? One more. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Who's on TikTok to her? Mm. I have a coworker, Grace, who's literally I'm like, girl, what's wrong? You're so tired. She's like, I'm on TikTok for until 3 a.m. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking like on your days off. She goes, no. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. Like this morning she sent me a TikTok, 3.38 a.m. Oh my God. I'm proving it. I'm proving it to you. I love her, but I'm going to like, I'm going to hit her. Look at this. What does this say? When was this sent? 3.38 a.m. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, get some sleep. I don't know you, but get some sleep. <laughs> get some sleep. It will be there. It will be there. In the morning. Yes. 
Okay, but the dark. She's like, but no, I'm already up in the morning. <laughs> it is morning. Oh, there we go. Okay. Gonna wait again. Hold on. <laughs> Mimosa break. Start crunching. <laughs> what was your? How do you feel about the dark wing? Um, at first I was kind of like apprehensive about him, mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, he's kind of interesting, like, and kind of I can see why she's like attracted to him, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. There was this red flag. Oh, you found it. Okay, so what he was, was it? he kissed her. Oh, yeah. Okay, out of the fucking blue. Mm-hmm. Like it was and this in- boy. The next day mm-hmm. leaves to go off on some mission for a whole week or yes! whatever. And I'm like, you yes. can't just kiss and leave and not like s- explain like what was that? <laughs> you know what that was about, right? I mean, obviously it's a red flag, but you know what that was about, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's really in her in. Oh yeah. And the thing is... He's using her so hard. Yeah. That's that's, when I was like, oh, yeah, she's in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, and as naive as she is. And, like, it was so unbelievable. I think that's the part that I got annoyed with. Because she's like, after that, he kissed her. She was like, oh, he likes me this way. And I was like, you have never had... He's never shown any acknowledgement or any other uh, feelings towards you physical or emotional or at least saying stuff. Yeah. And all of the out of the blue he just kisses you. Right. He's definitely using you against him. Against yeah. you, you know? And I just I was like and then for like a week she was like thinking about him and I was like, ugh. Like I completely understand how she feels. Mm-hmm. And I it's happened to me before something that was similar to that line and I'm just like, oh my God. Grant you I was not the age I am now. I was mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. But Ugh. I felt that, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. But it was just, not, it wasn't even, like, maybe it's because as a reader, we can see that, and we have to acknowledge the fact that she possibly couldn't pick that up, being right. so naive. Yeah. But it just, with her and the Darkling and then Mal, maybe it was just the complete lack of chemistry, but as a reader, I know that that meant... Maybe, I know that maybe it was meant to show the reader something was in mist. So it was more for a clue for the readers. Right, yeah. And also to show just how much Elena wanted to be accepted and liked. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely accepted. Because she finally was like the center of attention. Because before mm-hmm. people kind of, uh, she's the girl with dark circles next to Mal. Yeah. So I think that's also to show kind of her desperation with that. Mm-hmm. But like Mal, it comes out and he's like... Why do you like the Darkling? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, boy, you have no right to, like, say anything. So, like, on the flip side, I'm like, boy, you have no right to, like, go against her and be like, she can like whoever she wants. Right. Because, you know, you're not, you're out there doing your thing. Exactly. Like, hitting up all those girls. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, like, fault her for what, if she wants to do that with someone else and not you. Exactly. I don't know. I was, it was funny. Men. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't eat like that. Should I do it again? Maybe. <laughs> um, but you know what thing that, like, the book kind of broke my heart a little bit, because when um, Alina and Mal, they do, like, reconcile. Yeah. Um, and come back to each other. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a scene where they're, like, looking for the stag, but my heart broke when the two friends that Mal had that were picking on Alina but still his two friends yeah and he told him that he lost them you know i didn't really feel sad <laughs> cuz they were like so like mad in the book but now i'm watching the show and i'm right? like right you're like no no i actually like them here well because in the show you can kind of pick up on the fact that they're like teasing her right. but it's like affectionately yeah and in, in the, the book, in the book you can't tell you just think you guys are dicks yeah yeah. And, and even then, I can I can see that. But I felt bad for Mal because Elena was thinking... Because the reason I felt bad is because Elena was thinking this whole time that he was ignoring her, like, thinking negative about him, yeah. only to realize that he's in the midst of grieving his two friends that followed him because they weren't even... Right. They weren't even supposed to go with him, I think. That's they true. They followed him. Mm-hmm. And they died. That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor baby. Yeah, now you see that when you're like, oh... <laughs> Wait, what is this in the notes? This is oh my god amplifiers? Oh my god! Okay, so I was reading. <laughs> I was 
listening to the book and they come across amplifiers amplifiers and they explain it amplifiers are living creatures that can amplify your magic you know right. make it stronger like alcohol <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> you kill them to get their horn or like a magic claw or whatever from a white them. claw <laughs> white claw <laughs> I don't even like just imagine one. like um a Kyle out there he's like I got my white claw <laughs> Doing magic. Pew, pew, pew. Oh my god. Yes. I don't even like white What type of magic would a Kyle have? White privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I came across, I was like thinking, I was like, oh my god, amplifiers are wands because they choose the wizard (laughs) or like the summoner or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know? So it was kind of like, so, like, Alina's amplifier is, like, a magical deer. <laughs> First of all, his name is Stag. <laughs> or Stan. But, like, <laughs> and, and so, like, it chooses, it chose her. As much as she chose as it. As much as she chose it. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Kind of like a crossover. I was like, inter- I was like kind of like a book. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, like a book. But one thing I didn't <laughs> understand, another with, like, the magic system not really understanding how that worked, mm-hmm. is that... The Darkling kills the deer and takes control of her mm-hmm. when she has, like, the antler necklace around her. Her So, like, the antler necklace is her amplifier. Mm-hmm. And I don't even understand why that works. I don't have, like, an answer for this. I don't know why. I'm like, I'm just like, why does that work? Why does, how can he control her when it's, like, if he kills the deer and, like, he puts it on her like wouldn't he he have to use the amplifier himself Self, technically to amplify ampl- himself like how would but, that work if thinking, it's like, on her the amplifier amplifies the users the summoners magic mm-hmm. and so you're thinking okay it does amplify alina's gift you're like but then how come she can't control her own gift yeah i, I never understood that part Maybe i just- liked it i liked her being like Entrapped like that, but I didn't understand why okay. or how it was. Into, like some BDSM stuff. Shh, like? <laughs> shh, I'm like, shh. Put my. Maybe it has to do with the type of stag. Like maybe the stag itself is magical. And... Yeah, because it's just so such a powerful creature. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And then she was like, she they found the deer, and she was like, I'm not gonna kill it. It's just too pure. I'm like, yes, I would be mad if you killed it. Mm-hmm. And she's like petting it, and then like they have like the contact in the eyes, and they're like we have like an understanding. And then he like the darkling comes out of nowhere and kills it. You know what? You kind of reminded me of. Okay, I was like, that's hear so me sad. Out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, I kind of chuckled at that point because all I saw, all I saw was this little girl building a sandcastle, admiring her work, and then this little four year old brat boy coming over and kicking. Oh my god! <laughs> like that's. So, or like a boy that, that gives off the same vibes, yeah. Yeah, because she was like, oh, look at this cute little animal. And like, pet it. Yeah. Like, oh. And then, like, the darkling comes over with a stick and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, you did. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, don't it? kill it. It's so pretty. He's like, pull the wings off. Like, oh, God. Right. <laughs> he is like that child. Oh, my God. And I was just like, like, I was in the car, like, <laughs> <laughs> Says, yeah, <laughs> I felt kind of bad because I was like, You should like it died, but it's just how he showed up. And he's like, Get him, boys! He's like, Yeah, like, <laughs> anyway, you know what? If anyone else out there in the world can explain that amplifier thing to me, I would love that. Just come up on our Instagram or whatever and just yeah. start talking. Send us a DM. Lunch I'm so podcast. confused. Put it in the comments. Because both of mm-hmm. I, I understand that. Now I'm questioning it. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? And it doesn't make sense. Physically, it doesn't make sense. Right. You know what else felt weird? Oh, boy. What? The circus slash talent show to show off their powers to the shell of these noblemen. And I say shell because they had no personalities whatsoever. They don't. I was like, does she even know how to write? Whatever. Y'all, Michelle is mad. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I felt that was weird to have like a talent show. And I was like, okay, now we're just like, like, circus animals. I was like, now we're circus animals? Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I was there, right there with Mal. I'm like, yeah, I don't understand this bit. Yeah, I'm here. But, I don't know, I feel like we talked about the show and the book. Should we still do the live show, Michelle? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we should. So we're thinking about, like, having, watching at least the first episode mm-hmm. and just, like, recording us doing a live show responding and just talking through it i think it'd be fun yeah i think it'd be fun yeah okay so at this point too when we do the live show will be next saturday mm-hmm. um there's gonna be spoilers because it's already out there it's gonna be out there for about a week so. you guys have a week to watch at least the first episode yeah yeah so let us know Show up. We'll, we'll be posting some stuff about it, letting you guys know when we'll do the live show. So other than that, let's wrap this thing up. Hell yeah. Um, who would you recommend this book to? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. People who like uh, Court of Thorns and Roses and the Cruel Prince series. I, I think it pairs really well with those books. Really? Why? Because it's like a fantasy setting and then like... It's fantasy. It has like the same kind of like... vibes i don't know yeah i don't know how to explain it but like you'd like that if you read those read those books true you know what is funny like speaking about like a court of thorns and roses and the cruel prince and like knowing how many books we've read i'm still kind of i realize i'm more of a fan of a court of thorns thorns and roses than (laughs) i thought based off the well the cruel prince has its own feel to it but i think i liked just said the push and pull and the adventure aspect of it. That is something yeah. I can say with this book, with Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more of an adventure book in the sense of like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Though I did like the Cruel Prince for like the, um, the spicy, like. The strategic, the, the chess yeah, playing. The chess playing, yeah. Yes, I yeah. can see that. That was interesting. Yeah. And then I really liked the court, like, I know I was kind of having in my feelings, like, later in the book, but I really like the romance between Reese and... And Feyre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really like them. Yeah. They're cute. Mm-hmm. Um, did you expect... Ooh, excuse me, that mimosa. <laughs> did you have any expectations for the book? It, like, I know once you went into reading it, that's what I'm asking, because you know in the beginning you didn't have anything about it. Did you have any expectations for the book, or if so, what did did you expect? I went in with no expectations, except knowing like the world was really interesting, and I was kind of intrigued about the world building, and she definitely delivered for yeah. me. I was yeah. like, hell yeah, this yes. is like a really interesting world, and I love to be in it. I'm I'm glad I'm like immersed in it now. Yes. But I feel like this story felt like it was held together by strings, you know? I can see that. And um, Alina was the only thing really keeping it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and now watching the show, I'm like, I love the show so much. The show's good. Yeah. I'm thinking if you read the rest of the books. The yeah, the, all the, the, whole, the three different series. I think it'll be really fun to see that too with the show. Do you have a favorite character? I know I said Alexi before, mm-hmm. but also, like, I love Elena. And Mal got, like, better when he stopped being so jealous of, the, like, her relationships and stuff mm-hmm. with the Darkling. But before that, he, he was, like, annoying. But I like him now. I, and especially with the show. I love him. <laughs> okay. Mal can get it. The actor from the oh show can get it. The time, like, the, he was in the boxing ring and he took off his shirt. I was like, Damn. <laughs> Don't be quick to say that. How old is he? <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. How old is he? I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, God. Please don't. I'm going to look it up right now. He's like 17. No. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see how old this actor is. Because in the books, he's like 18, 19. Ooh, 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 TV show. I'm sweating. <laughs> Let's see. Do, 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 Okay. I think someone's... Okay, you're good. You're good. He's younger, but you're good. Um, he's, uh, he's 23. Okay. You're okay. Good. 
You're okay. Yeah. You're young, but you're okay. I'm only, I'm almost only, only 30. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it'd be worse if you was like 19. I'd be like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, girl. <laughs> um, and was there anything missing from the book for you? I felt like there was supposed to be like this magic bond between Alina and the Darkling, mm-hmm. you know? Like, their relationship didn't really make much sense. For example, their romantic relationship was, like, really, like, whitewashed and made, like, like made of twigs. Like, it was, like, so brittle. Yeah. And I was like, it, it had nothing to, like, You're like, you can almost say, you couldn't even call it puppy love. Yeah. In the books. Like, yeah. You're just like, this is just weird. And he was supposed to have, like, this absolute control over her that felt too easy, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt very un- underwritten, their relationship. I can see that. I felt like it could have been more... Developed? More developed. That way it would have more, like, pull on it at the end of the book. Right. Like, a little bit more like, ooh, yeah, like, like I oh, know. that hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, there's not... I don't feel hurt. You're like, oh, you realize she doesn't like you? Okay, okay. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see that. hmm But, and then my next question for you... Do you want to continue the series, the rest of the two books? Yeah, I could do that. Okay. Okay, cool. So, as you guys heard, Michelle and I will be finishing the three books, the trilogy. I think I'm, like, only willing to do it is because of the show, though. Yeah. Before that, I was like, nah. Yeah. I think it's going to help, though. Yeah. I think it's going to help, especially with the book, and you can put a face, thank you, like a face to the character kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. So, the next book we'll be reading is Siege and Storm. And we will update you on that. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to our snacks and slumbers. Okay, it's not slumbers, as mimosas. But if they mention another drink, we're going to have that. But if not, would you want to do mimosas again? Ooh, Moscow Mules. <gasps> I don't know how to make those. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens next. All right. Maybe we'll do it for the live show. Ooh. I like that. Okay. All right, friend. Other than that, we will... See you guys later.